For more than 20 years, I have taken meditation classes, attended retreats, read books, and listened to recordings. Still, I have had a hard time establishing a regular sitting meditation practice of my own. At one point, I felt I had no time for just sitting still and doing nothing. So I invented sync practice. Every night, I would mindfully, slowly wash all of my dishes by hand without doing something else at the same time. Not listening to music or watching TV or chatting with a friend or rushing through to the finish line, just doing dishes. Paying attention to the way the water felt and looked, to the way my hands moved, to the way my shoulders relaxed, to the clear physical progress I made in this simple but necessary chore. When I stopped getting pissed off about how busy I was and just turned something that had to be done anyway into a time of meditation, it helped me bring mind, body, and soul together every time. No rushing no perfection, no stories or big plans, just doing the dishes. When the sink was empty, I admired the shiny sparkles or remaining bubbles. I posted a photo on Facebook each night and called it sink practice. It helped me see the beauty in things I usually just rushed past. And my friends started enjoying the artsy photos I came up with after this time of stillness of mind while my hands were busy. What started as something just for myself also became of benefit to others. I have more time now, so I meditate with others whenever I can. This summer, I wanted more meditation support, so I started a small group through James Reeb, meeting once a week to meditate, to meditate together online. I get to go over my meditation books and choose a short reading each week to remind me about how meditation can be helpful in everyday life. It's amazing, but the feeling of being together and supporting each other arises even through the Zoom screen. And I often end up seeing the beauty in things that I usually rush past. Plus, I get to share it with others. And each week I get a little more practice, pausing and just noticing what is really going on right now without getting caught up and judgment and stories. To get a taste, I invite you to try a minute of intentional silent meditation with us today. First, arrange your body in a comfortable way, sitting upright, but relaxed if you can. Close your eyes or let your focus soften. Notice how your body feels how your breath feels. Just let your mind slow down. Its only job right now is to remain aware of what you are doing or experiencing. It doesn't have to stop thinking entirely. Minds think, that's what they are supposed to do. Just notice what your mind is doing and gently invite it to return to your breath or other bodily sensation. Whenever you notice, it has gone far away. I'll ring the bell and then we'll sit in silence for one minute and the bell will ring again when our minute is up.
congratulations, you did it. I invited some other meditators today to tell us a little about meditation and mindfulness in their own lives. Hello, my name is Deb Mirbo and I'm one of the newest members of James Review UC. I've been practicing various forms of meditation throughout most of my adult life. And I'd like to share a bit with you today, a way of practicing embodied meditation. I learned this practice in a class I took with renowned meditation teacher, Susan Salzberg. Coming into our bodies in this way is a great way of learning to let go in our minds, to be present to what's actually here instead of all those tales that are spinning in our heads all the time. For those of you who are familiar with the terms, this meditation is a combination of a body scan and meta practice. I invite you to practice with me for a few minutes if you'd like to. First, find a comfortable position. It's not necessary to be completely still for this meditation. The important thing is to be comfortable. You might even choose to be up and moving. This meditation is all about feeling your body from the inside. We will pay attention to the parts of our bodies and offer them phrases of loving kindness, such as, you are loved, may you be happy and healthy, or perhaps phrases of gratitude. I invite you to select whatever words of caring seem right to you. You might begin by taking a deep, full breath all the way down into your belly and letting it out slowly. You may close your eyes or leave them open, whichever you prefer. Though if your eyes are open, I would encourage you to soften your gaze a little bit and look away from the screen. Now invite your whole body to soften. The body is always aware of itself, but we don't always pay attention. Start by focusing your attention on your feet and legs. Not by looking at them, but by feeling them from the inside. Feel the spread of the bones in your feet, the softness of the arches. Feel the long bones of your legs, the large muscles attached to them, the joints, your knees and hips. And now say your phrase of loving kindness silently to your feet and legs. Now begin to feel your back, your spine, all the little bones stacked one on top of the other. Feel the broad muscles across your lower back, mid-back, upper back, and silently offer your phrase of loving kindness to your back. 
Now turn your attention to your belly and chest. Be aware of their softness, their warmth. If you care to, feel into all the organs within, so essential to the functioning of your body. Feel your breath expanding your belly and chest and then letting it out and offer your phrase of loving kindness to your belly and your chest. And finally, turn your attention to your head. Notice the warmth of your breath as it exits your nostrils. Notice your mouth, your eyes resting and the solid protection that the bones of your head provide for your amazing brain. And silently say your phrase of loving kindness to your head. And now sense your body as a whole, full of life energy and how every part supports every other part and offer your phrase of loving kindness to your whole body. You may now want to take a deep breath in and out and open your eyes. Let your body stretch, wriggle, skin, pause for a moment while you're going about your day. Check in with and feel your body and offer yourself loving kindness. In a culture that so often pulls us out of often when it hurts or is uncomfortable, and they deserve better, the body is listening to you in this practice and will respond in its own way. You may wish to consider that since we are all connected, when offering loving kindness to your own body, you are building the foundation for loving kindness to the whole world. May we know the joy of living in our bodies. Thanks, Deb. Hi, my name is Carol Neiman, and I am here to share a little bit about my own experience with meditation. And while I did meditate as a young person briefly in my life, I feel more like a newbie. Like you, my mind is full of thoughts, sometimes racing from one to the next. I might be thinking about my week in general, sorting out what I need to get done that week, or I might be thinking about something very specific, like what I need to make for dinner, and do I have all the energy? And it is really true that we are taking these mind times for us humans to make time to attempt to clear the mind and to be fully present in our bodies so that we can connect to our spiritual selves. 
I was first exposed to the intentional practice of meditation as a teenager in high school. In certain classes, during retreats, and even in my theater group, I was led in guided meditations. We were given the time and space to clear our minds, to feel our bodies, to focus on our breathing, and to allow the body to relax from head to toe, to appreciate the moment, to set aside our cares. And as a, a fidgety young person, I found the practice to be very challenging. How was I going to stay still for this? But the more I did it, the easier it became, and the more I fell right into it. I often felt stressed as a young person, feeling like the world wanted more of me than I had time to give. But the practice of meditation allowed me to slow down and find peace within. When I left the structure of high school and went off into the working world, meditation was something that I left behind. I had started to learn yoga for the first time, but I had been focusing on the physical poses much more than the meditation that accompanies yoga. I had entered the exciting life of socializing in late nights and didn't make time to slow down. No wonder I struggled with some serious depression in my young 20s, what with not making time to calm the mind. Later, when my son was born, I had even less time, it seemed, to stop and care for myself. This year, during this crazy pandemic, many of us are finding new ways to nurture ourselves. Thanks to Susan Podobradsky leading the JRUUC weekly group meditation every Wednesday evening for half hour sessions, I saw an opportunity to become reintroduced to meditation. I knew I should do it. I know meditation is good for stress, and my job had definitely been dealing me a load of stress. I'm not one to meditate on my own, but here was a guided meditation being offered online. I literally only needed to commit 30 minutes to make this happen. My first session with Susan's group was truly enlightening. How could 30 minutes of meditation have made such an incredible impact? I felt clear-minded, light, empowered, all after such a short meditation. For the first time in my adult life, I realized that I do have time for meditation. That even a short 30 minutes a week is going to make a difference. Although I am not able to go to Susan's group every week, I do attend as often as possible. It has been life-changing. Meditation allows us to embrace both the good and the bad that we experience each day. I now am able to take the skills that I use during the weekly session out into my everyday life. Susan taught me that I can actually meditate while driving or doing dishes. I learned that I can even meditate while I am working that stressful situations can be combated by focusing on my breathing. I learned that it is not the feeling itself that hurts, but the way we react to that feeling. Now, when I feel something that seems to hurt, I focus on my reaction and I am able to calm myself, slow my heart, 
be in the moment, sit with it and be okay with it. This translates into being a better person, a better coworker, a better mom, a better friend. I am better to myself. Creating this type of mental wellness for ourselves allows us to live our best lives, to appreciate our joys, and to move through struggles with grace and to come out on the other side intact. As Unitarian Universalists, we are fortunate to often have a meditation as part of our worship service. Today, we can look at studies that prove that meditation is good for pain, high blood pressure, digestive problems, anxiety, depression, and more. But don't take the scientist's word for it. Try it for yourself. Give yourself time. It is like any new habit. It takes effort to make it happen, time to get used to it, and time to get good at it. But one day you will realize it's coming naturally and you will start to see and feel how it is benefiting your body and your life. Hello. Um, I also have a regular meditation practice. I meditate every morning um, by first writing in my gratitude journal, something simple, um, something of the moment. And then I use my Headspace app to meditate um, with a guided meditation about 20 minutes every day. Um, when I can, I follow that by going for about a 20 minute walk outside and um, that's the perfect morning ritual. And in the winter, I sit in front of my sad lamp with my mug of tea after all of that is over with. And um, that's what I consider a, a perfect meditative way to start my morning. And um, I'm grateful that I, I started in November 2019, um, not realizing that uh, by the time March rolled around, I would be so grateful for that daily habit. Keep me, keep me sane during this pandemic. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're going to move now into the next sections of our service. This congregation is committed to service to our community. So we give half of the unrestricted Sunday offerings to local organizations whose